Hey, you, uh, you, you with us? Yeah, I'm okay. with you, man. All right. I just love that intro. It just oh. gets you pumped up to talk about whiskey. I was just over here bobbing my head. <laughs> bobbing? Yeah, what do you think? Should we switch? Yeah, uh, we could we could switch it up. One? Yeah. Or we could keep this one. We could do some vocals or something. With that song? Yeah, with that song. Well. Whiskey to, whiskey to, whiskey. I don't know. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I don't know. How's everyone doing out there? Uh, this is uh, episode t- 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 12, I want to say. Yeah. Episode 12. Episode 12. There's a lot of bourbon news out there. Hopefully, uh, we'll get a chance to talk about it a little bit, but probably by the time this is out, hopefully things are cleared up by now with the situation that's going on. But we'll get to that later. Okay. <clears throat> so this is a low and high-end episode. Um, I can't remember what we did the last episode. I know we did low and high, but... It was uh, Rush Creek. It was the and low I think end. I did the... Uh, we did the uh, Barrel Seagrass. Yeah. From uh, That's it. Yeah. That's it. Which, you really weren't too keen on that one just because uh, of the price point didn't yeah didn't i see a lot of reviewers are saying the same thing my thing with that one which i wish i would have explained it better in the last episode is that um i don't know it's i think i just like it because of how unique it is mm. and for everyone's top 2021 whiskey list you know that made some uh, people's list is number one and also wow. number two, and I should have mentioned that before, but I for I forgot to do that. As I remember, adding water helped that whiskey like yeah. develop. It came alive a little more with water. Yeah, and I personally probably would not put water in it because I don't know. It just tastes like a uh, cocktail in a glass, basically. <laughs> I don't know if that's what they were going for, but. Yeah, you weren't the only one. Huh. Because a lot of people say they want a rye, you know. Yeah. This label is a rye, but you have, you know, apricot brandy and rum and all this stuff, and it just doesn't turn into a rye. But there you have it. So for the low end that I'm going to do, something that's been near and dear to me, um, another good distillery. Hopefully, when we go to Kentucky, I don't know if we have that on our list or not. Completely slipped my mind to, you know, bring that out to everyone about, oh, then there's a distillery that we should go to. So we're not going to it. I don't think it's on the list. I'm going to have to check and see. Because if we're able to fit it in, it'll be nice to be able to get there. So the low end today for me is gonna be four roses but not only four roses but the single barrel now do you know much about i've had it once four roses not the single barrel just the regular which all the single barrels are are different but i'm gonna tell you something that four roses does (laughs) or what they still do to this day which is different from everyone else so they, they have two different mash bills, 
and five different yeast strains to create <laughs> ten unique bourbon recipes. What? Yeah. That they use just for this? Uh, for all their their for- their whole line. So they oh, they okay. use two mash bills and then ten unique bourbon uh, recipes yeah. that they that they do. So with the single barrel four roses that we have now, usually these are the OBSV ones. And I'm gonna get to that later to tell you what that means. So uh, with the mash bill for this, the OBSV, um, 60% corn, uh, 35% rye, and then 5% um, malted barley. Now that V, the, so that, that last letter V, that signifies the yeast strain. And, you know, that yeast that they describe for the V one is, you know, something that can have that fruit or spice or something creamy of that nature. I think that's how they explain it. Yeah. Where do you see the V, though? Um, that's That, that just comes standard with oh, okay. the single barrels. Those are just automatically OBSV. Like once you see the 100 proof single barrel from Four Roses, it's automatically a OBSV. <clears throat> Which you could get store picks of this too, but I never came across a store pick of that one. Their barrel strength stuff? Yes, I have come across a ton of those store picks, which we'll be reviewing in the near future. So this is about... uh. I think they aged this for at least eight years, so it's seven to eight around that range. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's kind of amazing well, how, how, how they kind of do it? that. Because you I got had, it on your low end. It, yeah, uh, it's starting to 40, sound like a high 40 end. bucks. 40 bucks. 40 bucks, yeah. Yeah, 40 bucks. Okay. Yeah, I had the same thing with my pick for this week it's at a it's in the gray area where well do i call it a high end or do i call it a low end i'm calling it a high end okay and like i was discussing with uh like the obsv the the b signifies the the mash bill so you have a b mash bill for most of their stuff and then you have a e mash bill for some of their other products which hmm. we could be reviewing that so like i said that v that yeast strain is going to represent delicate fr- fruit or something of that nature so you already poured yours in the glass maybe we could pick yeah. up some of that in there but it's kind of <laughs> kind of cool how they have two those those two mash bills Hang and on, use I, those I uh poured a little too much let me pour some of this in here and they use those uh i don't need that much there those uh, t- ten strains or whatever, and um, yeah, the, there we go with the to, yeast again. That's yeah. interesting. To c- create those uh, floral or fruit ten recipes that they have. Oh yeah, or five yeast strains. Fifty percent, right? Yeah, one hundred proof. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, five yeast strains. To create ten distinct bourbon recipes, there is a which is cool. Distinct floral nose to this. 
Yeah, you could smell it. Now you can see the... And... <laughs> it's funny how they... Maybe that's why they... I never looked at the backstory of Four Roses, of why they call themselves Four Roses. And I'm assuming when I got into bourbon, after I had Four Roses, I always picked up floral note, notes, and I'm like, oh, that's probably how they got their name. Uh-huh. But it'd be nice to kind of do the research and try to figure that out you know how a rose has that dryness yep it's like a dry floral Mm -hmm. that's i'm picking that up dry floral almost like a little bit of a dried corn cob too mixed in there now from that v yeast strain that they use they say you could pick up creaminess too Mm. and i'm getting a little bit of cream on the nose as well Along with the floral. And, and some dry fruit. Like a... Apricot? 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 I say apricot. Yeah, this is nothing like... Um, a typical bourbon. Yeah. Even though it's Four Roses, which is a mm-hmm. typical bourbon. Now, what's... <laughs> there's a difference between this and regular Four Roses. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got... It's not just the strength. You got right? the yellow l- label, four roses, which I think is a eighty proof. Then you have a small batch, that's a ninety. I'm guessing. Um, someone fact checked me on that one. I can't remember the proofs. And then you have a um, four roses uh, small batch select, which I think that has six recipes in that one. And I think that one is one hundred and four proof. So it's like a higher higher line for the small brick batch, which I hear a lot of people say that they don't see those often now. They're flying off the shelf. But yeah, back to the single barrel, even though me and Dill haven't had the first sip, but for 40 bucks, it's kind of hard to get good single barrels these days. Everyone's chasing after that Blanton's and whatever else that Buffalo Trace makes. And to our point again, I think we said this numerous times on our episodes, there's a lot of stuff that's on the shelf. Yeah, I I don't know how this is around people that are listening locally about Four Roses single barrel. I know in Virginia they don't get it as often. And if they do get it, I want to say, sometimes people will limit it to one person um my father-in-law a couple of months ago went to costco and um they had four roses single barrel and they here and they had it (laughs) for uh that price i want to say and then it was a limit one they limited to one person yeah all right let's go in for a a sip Mm hmm. I uh, pick up the floral. Um, the Definitely pick up that cream up front. The finish is not bad either. I'm um, getting the dry mm. fruit again. Can't pick up what fruit that I'm getting, but it's dry. 
it was real light on the tongue at first mm-hmm. and then it got some heat developed right yeah. away and then a long finish. Boogow. nice long finish it's it's good it's like uh what more can you ask for especially when you could find this this is something that you could gift to someone someone that's trying to start a collection and they want something other than a well, even though I consider this as a low end, I think it's a pretty daggone good <laughs> yeah. low end. Nice bottle. It's like I I love the bottle. Now this a lot of competition yeah. at forty plus range. And then another thing too, you could get another of these, like different single barrels, and then you could try them against each other to see how different they yeah. are. Yeah. That's that's a cool thing about single barrel products. You could actually do mm-hmm. that. I know uh when they do that with scotch, there's quite a bit difference between one barrel and another. Yeah. So again what we're sipping on is four roses single barrel, one hundred proof. Um definitely around in the Milwaukee area. Uh don't know how other states are, but good product. Um something that doesn't break the bank and you can enjoy this with a group of friends or if you want to get fancy I mean I'm not for you know making cocktails out of a $40 bottle usually I go cheaper but you could actually do a cocktail out of this it's so good mm-hmm. so much character no I would I would drink this straight I'm thinking of other single barrels that you There's can get heat. in that 100 proof mark. Can't think of any. Well, uh, Henry McKenna 10 year, but that's different. I mean, that's close to it. I mean, seven, seven to eight years that this has been aged, as far as we know. Henry McKenna's 10. Um, you read uh, that somewhere? It was seven to eight years of age? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, John J. Bowman is another product that we need to review on here. Is another good single barrel. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other ones that I, I might be forgetting some. But so far for me, since I brought the the low in, I don't know if you had enough time with this to give you a grade or. What man? I'm liking the color too. I, I, we, before we get to the rating, uh, Dylan is using a uh, what is it called? World whiskey. Yeah, world whiskey glass. Oh, it's it's another name for it too. So it looks like a light bulb with a stem. Um, now I'm kind of jealous because I need to buy more socket keep some over at his place because this is where we record oh. in Dylan's studio so um yeah now I'm using a Glen Karen it's it's a lot like a Glen Karen but it's just fatter yeah it has the same opening at the top though same size opening but the whole twirly whirly yeah the body of it is much yeah. bigger 
Man, so yeah, I added this a little water. And now I'm picking up more of the like cherry and dried fruit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if we were going to a picnic. Like I don't know. What's a good show? I, I'm picturing the, from the nose and the taste. You know, like the opening scene or intro to Little House in the Perry, and the girls like walking, uh, running down that long hill, right. the tall grass. What a picture us, not like we're holding hands or anything like that, but <laughs> it's like a hill of roses. <laughs> and me and you have like baskets of fruit. And we're skipping. And we're skipping. <laughs> Okay. This is what this reminds me of. Really? You can smell the roses. Like the wind is blowing perfectly so you could just get a nice whiff of the, the rose field. Yeah. There's a freshness to the Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like eating a peach or a I don't know what a dry fruit is there. That I could be eating something. Yeah, this is a. Uh, it's not vintage. Mm. Smelling. No. It just. It's just f- very fresh, man. Yeah, fresh. It's like. <laughs> fresh air. Like if we knew some grandma in Sweden, and she made her own whiskey out of her. Fresh flowers and fresh fruit. This will be it. Shout out to anyone that has any grandmothers in Sweden. They're going to make the uh, Four Roses people angry at you now. Oh, yeah, they're going to come after me. (laughs) Grandma in Sweden, huh? (laughs) Oh, that's what it smells like? No, but shout out to the master distiller, Brent Elliott. He does good stuff. Man, this stuff is good. Like, when I smell stuff, I always try to visualize where what it reminds me of. Even though I've never been in Sweden, I don't have a Swedish grandmother. <laughs> never walked through a field of roses. <laughs> and never held a basket full of fruit, actually. So, what am I talking about? <laughs> so, you're reading? Well, <clears throat> okay. Eighty-seven, eighty-seven. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's it's eighty-six, eighty-seven. That range. Mm-hmm. And your rating is because not only the tastes and smell and the character, but I'm pretty sure you're throwing in the price point. Yeah, and somewhat availability. Uh, and I've had four roses. The uh, I had the standard version, and it's not even close. This yeah. is much better. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a solid a solid eighty eight eighty eight. Um, yeah, availability here in Wisconsin, you could find this for the most part on the shelf and for under forty bucks, and yeah. a under single 40. barrel, one hundred proof. Yeah. It's cool what they do with their recipes, with the um, mash bills and the yeast strains that they use. Um, pretty amazing. 
mm-hmm. definitely a a must buy. And um, yeah, if you've had Four Roses, the regular eighty proof version, yeah, which is nothing wrong with it. Definitely try this if yeah. you you weren't totally impressed with the first Four Roses mm-hmm. offering. Because this is a step up. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah, there's a little corn cob, dried corn cob. I'm getting again. Yeah, like when you do your, uh, when you said that I could pick up your uh, trash can corn. Mm. Now I'm gonna have to explain what that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we don't. We yeah, don't. man, just uh, get in corn diving. Yeah, find some corn. Hey, man, to get in that trash can corn. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah. Here's our get leftovers. In there, Joel. <laughs> get in there. Uh, now you're gonna have to explain that to him. Well, take a. Uh, Take a old metal trash can that's clean, you know, mm-hmm. clean it out really good with soap. And when corn is in season and you got a bunch of people over, you put about three inches of water or two inches of water in the bottom of that trash can, fill the thing full of corn, leave it in the husk. You know, it takes about, I don't know, 45 pieces of corn you can fit in that thing. Put the lid on. And let it steam in there for like uh, an hour, almost. Yeah. And then you just pull them out, and the husk just falls right off. I mean, comes away really easy, and you dip it in some butter. And Tell you pretty what, Pretty much listeners. the best corn I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Best corn I ever had. Can't wait for the, well, not a summer guy, but that's one of the reasons why I look forward to summer. Because of the trash can corn. Mm-hmm. Man. But you gotta have a good group of people. So oh, yeah, the some right kind people. of party or something. Yeah. Then it's then it's Because you really don't have too much. It. Otherwise, you know, it doesn't really work. So, yeah. Whoever wants to try it, try it. Some, some good eating. Tell you what, boy, you put that corn you know in that trash can, you're going warm. We don't very often come up with really close numbers sometimes i know sometimes yeah, that was good spread you know four or five numbers away from each other yeah this time it's like almost the same yeah all right we've been drinking a lot of the same stuff at the same time together so maybe we're getting uh like some type of con- whiskey connection it's about time oh for some ardbeg 10 oh, oh boy <clears throat> <laughs> oh, um, smoke it, smoke it. 46% Isla um, peated whiskey. Yeah, this is something that... Good for those winter months. Yeah, this is something I have had before, and... How about it? Man, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I'm not don't really have to... surprising you with this. You've had it before. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a while. Don't have to twist my arm to... Have a pour of this puppy. Now, here's the thing, people. Uh, just because I'm a bourbon, you know, straight-up American whiskey kind of guy, doesn't mean that I, I don't like the scotch. Oh, man, this is... 
on the the low side too. Yeah. Oh man, it's another one. Of those if bottles. this is another spring bank, <laughs> <laughs> where it's been sitting for two years, <laughs> the estate sales are coming back, baby. <laughs> we'll see. Oh man, actually, I take a little bit more of that. Yeah. Man, this stuff is so clear. You'll think that it will have no flavor. So, yeah. if we rewind back to episode three, that peanutty color, you know, the whiskey that yeah. me and Dylan love so much, we cannot wait for that to open up and review it again. <laughs> nope. Uh, this has the same color, but this is a different animal. Oh, yeah. Peanutty wished, just wished, that he could make whiskey like this. Which... We never looked that up. I was like, who actually does make Shepherd's Peanutty? What if it's a Four Roses product and we don't even know it? <laughs> Let's look it up tonight. Oh, man, we're over now. First, you're going to say that this is made by a Swedish grandmother? Okay, you know, my experience with this, Ardbeg 10, this has been sitting on the shelf for a while. And by a while, I mean maybe a year. <sighs> And I've been kind of drinking it down here and there. We just finished the bottle tonight, these two pours. So a bottle so, kill in our... It's at the end of its... Second one. And it is different than when you first open it. Yeah. This kind of uh, smoke I'm getting now is more... I know one thing. It doesn't... It's more sweet. It doesn't quite have the nose um, than that uh, spring bank. No. But the nose is really good. I am picking up... Like a nice fresh leather. Yes. Um, Which you don't get when you first open this bottle. Yeah, like brand new. Never been in a Ferrari, but if you just walked into a brand new car with leather yeah, seats, yeah. something Italian made, mm. not not just any quality. Yeah, not just any car with leather seats and don't get me wrong even though me and dylan will say stuff about pita scotch as far as far as leather you've used the term tar or whatever it's not like it's a bad thing it's a good mm -mm. thing it's just that's what pita scotch brings you to it makes you pick up weird stuff <laughs> now, it used to be when this bottle was freshly opened you would get more of a like burning tire. Yeah, burning tire. Really acrid, harsh, intense, but yet clean at the same time, which is weird to say. Yeah, because I'm not... I've had this before, and I know what Dylan's saying with the, you know, burnt tire. Mm -hmm. But with that burnt tire, you will get some fruit in there, too. Like melon. And I'm not really... I'm getting some fruit qualities, but it's not as rich as it, as it was before. Going on for that sip. Mm. Yeah, that's really good. Um, up front, I like the way I said something about I wasn't picking up that melon. I get a lot of melon up front, uh, cantaloupe, juicy, um, like honeydew, yeah. honeydew, 
And then uh, it finished with, let's say, here we go. I'm using another scene because this one, it's not going to be like the Sweden one. This one is going to be dead on, I promise you. (laughs) We're in Hawaii. And they have a a tray we're all outside and the sand. They they brought out that melon. They brought out the cantaloupe. Elm, you're like, hmm, where's where's you all going with this? With the smoky finish. They bring out charred pineapples. Hmm. With a honey glaze on it. That's what I'm getting. There's a sweetness, and there's definitely a bunch of fresh fruit juice mm-hmm. of a melon, like you're talking about. Yep. And with with that honey glaze, that charred pineapple with the honey glaze, you sprinkle a little bit of coconut on top. That's exactly what I'm getting. Wow. That just took you from a February basement in Milwaukee to Hawaii. a tropical outland. Kind of weird with a Peter Scotch, but that's where it took me. I don't, I don't know about you, but no, didn't take me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just in a. But I'm liking it. <laughs> I'm in an igloo, man, and <laughs> burning the fire, drinking this to stay warm. <laughs> this takes I'm deserted. To, this takes me to uh, 37th and Galena <laughs> and a dumpster fire. Yeah. No. Um, the fruit, the smoke is so uh, is more subdued than yeah. When it wasn't. When this was it's not as open. yeah. It's not as overpowering as it it used it used to hit you. The yes. Smoke. But now because that smoke is subdued, you can pick up all that those fruits. Yeah. 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 And then when the finish is still finishing. Quite the long finish. That's that's with any peated, and then you get that bacon, maple bacon. Me, I had a. I haven't even put a drop. And this is forty six percent. Was that ninety two? See if this does anything. Correct. Ninety two proof. Yeah. All right. I added water too. <clears throat> Tell you, man, those. Hey, maybe hmm. we can make this a thing once this uh, COVID just dies down. Like, hmm. I wouldn't mind going to Scotland. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those scotches I like to bring out for people who haven't had Ardbeg, and say, you know, okay, you've you've had Laphroaig or whatever. You gotta try this because mm-hmm. this is—it's a character malt. It has a yeah. unique character that is not found anywhere else. Yeah. For the for the American whiskey listeners out there, if you haven't had Scotch, what Dylan's referring to, just how good Arbeck Tin is, the reason why he brings it out to people for like that want to get into Scotch or let's say peated Scotch too. Um, I can compare this scotch, not saying that they're similar, but what Elijah Craig is to bourbon, 
people that are new to bourbon and you want a high quality bourbon that's inexpensive because what what's our bag that's like 40 yeah uh and and age stated which elijah craig used to be age stated too back in the day not anymore but a 10-year pita scotch character um a nice entry um scotch for someone that wants to get into pita scotch mm-hmm. and a must try in my and book. and it could go against all the other scotches that dylan probably ha- had in his life and will always go back to our big 10 yeah just like i have a lot of bourbon and rye and i always come back to elijah craig yeah s- small batch because it's just so good i like the other isla peated scotches like Lafroig and um, Lagavulin, of course. I like them, but this one I just can't run out of. I have to always have some on hand. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that good. I just have to have it available at all times. Yeah. Man. Well, I already know my, my score for this one. Yeah, do we need to say anything more? We said a bunch. Buy it if you see it. <laughs> buy it. If you can get it for 40 bucks, definitely buy and it. And if Peter Scotch is not your thing, hopefully me and Dill somehow persuade you to be somewhat curious about it. I, I don't know. If you've never had peated Scotch, this is a good one to start with. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't like that smokiness, but it's good. It's really yeah. good. Um, my rating for this availability, you're going to see this on shelves. Um, you won't have a problem with finding it. Uh, costs, you said 40. Man, age stated 10 years. Plus, to properly make a penicillin, you have to have Ardbeg. Yeah. Can't use anything else. Yeah. Uh, another good cocktail to, to have. Um,. Whew, man. I'll give this an 88 as well. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. 88. Look at that. It's night of 88. This wasn't rehearsed, people. I know there's a lot of listeners out there. Well, one. That said we needed an outline. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> I was like, no, no. Outline. No. Do things off the cuff here, oh, man. Well, we're out of time. We're... <laughs> Outline. Who needs an outline? You want the yeah. real people, right? Gotta move with freedom in these things. Yeah. Yeah. All but right. yeah, that is that is solid. Yeah. That is solid. That was a, a nice low and uh high uh episode. That was uh two, two good ones. Both the same price. Yeah. Both the same rating. <laughs> one's and high, available. one's low. Well, that's because Hey, you know, if you live in Europe, maybe Four Roses is super expensive over there and Ardbeg is super cheap. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know but either. But it just so happens this is the way we picked it here. Mm-hmm. Man, great. And it, it's it's high-end because it is high-end. I mean, it's just... Yeah, yeah. Regardless of the price, it's high-end. Yeah. And don't take offense with low-end, too. It's all personal opinion. Mm-hmm. True. Like, I, I, 
the reason why I call for a Rosen single barrel a low end, just because of the price and availability, is like, yeah, I I I can name a ton of stuff that's in that sixty dollar or seventy dollar range that this for a Rosen single barrel is better than. Hmm. That's why I just chose it as a low end because mm-hmm. it can compete with some high ends very well as the Arbeck ten. Mm-hmm. But same price, and Dylan considered it a high end, which most listeners might think, no, that's that's a a low end. <laughs> yeah, it's just all about the way you look My at it. My perspective, is, yeah, it's definitely high end. Yeah. So just try to get whatever is available. Now. To put this in perspective even further, I have a scotch that is 20 years old. It was $60, and it's on my low-end shelf. For a reason. Because it's just, it's low-end. Mm-hmm. It's not... Didn't meet the does, expectations. Doesn't mean, yeah. For a 20-year-old Speyside scotch, it should be like the other 20-year-old Speyside scotches I know. And it's just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... There you go. Ardbeg 10, totally worth it. And you don't even really need to go past Ardbeg 10. You can try the other ones. I've tried them. They're good and delicious. They're a lot more money. And uh, you're, you're, you're getting so much with Ardbeg 10. You'd be foolish to skip Ardbeg 10 and go to Cory Vrecken or whatever. Yeah. Also, I heard about some of the other expressions that Ardbeck has, like Oogadel and stuff like that, and people still say that the 10-year is better than the... Yeah. Must be that. the balance. Uh, just every, some, something about it is just perfectly balanced. Because it's got the right amount of smoke, sweetness, fruit, clean. It's so clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quality. It's just like go to Forty Lots and the Three Bears. 46%. Is strong enough, and you still can add some water, and it's just great. That's kind of high. Goldilocks, end. you know, we mentioned <laughs> we've mentioned Goldilocks and Rittenhouse Rye <laughs> more than anything else in this podcast. <laughs> well, it's a it's a good thing because when you try to find the right whiskey, you kind of go through all the steps that Goldilocks did. <laughs> the bed was too soft, one was too hard, and then one was in the middle, and it was just right. It's just the same yeah. with the the whiskey. Yeah. Like, she wasn't happy with anything, and she had a lot of options, which we do, too, and we're like, uh, yeah. all right, <laughs> kind of wasted my money on that, but it's still okay. I'm going to deal with it, but this one right here is just right. Yes. That's why I always refer to her. It's just a good story, too. <laughs> all right. Well, that'll do it, then, I guess. Yeah. We'll see you in uh, episode 13. Well, not see. You will hear us in episode 13. (laughs) See you.